just one G. Hey, it's fuck the police and your mama if you ask me. I recognize niggas before they turn into an athlete. The team of deer, I'm just trying to heem more the Bambi. She want a loyal nigga. What well, something that I can't be? 109. With Shooter Gang Coney, we lit. Hey, if you would have asked me the first time I ever met you if you was going to be on our podcast, I wouldn't have believed it. Man, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I feel like the first time I met you was at, um, you remember that show that Black and F had did at San Francisco State? Bro, I think I was just talking about I that. I got a picture of y'all from that shit. Yeah, I remember for that, sure. That was a, that, I think that's the first time we met. Where you was at? We was in, uh, SF State had like, like they Blackstone Union had a little yeah. show. Yeah. Um, was it what, like 2018 or something? Nah, this might have been seventeen. Yeah, like twenty seventeen. It was. You got some low ass dreads. I don't even, <laughs> yeah. I don't That's even, how you can judge how low. Like, yeah. like, had dreads. How like long that shit was so low though, bro. Yeah. I got my first. I got this like first tattoo, nigga. Like on that day, I had a little first arm tattoo down there that exact day. Everybody was just getting started, like. Yeah. That was like Neff was probably like the only nigga who had yeah. like real buzz. Yeah. Cause cause Black had opened up for him. Like we, it was yeah. you just getting started. For sure. Uh, Black had just getting started. I don't even think Jim had had like more than like two or three songs out. Yeah. That's crazy. Me and Jim was just talking about how like Neff really be like he like the glue inside hella shit. Like everybody like got he part of everybody's story. Man. He was showing hella love. Like that was yeah. one of the first niggas that posted black shit. When yeah. We like really, really first started one of the first niggas that him and Black was supposed to have a, a, a tape together at first. For sure. shit, you know how shit be. Just yeah, going to be moving. Yeah, sure. he was he was one of the first first niggas to link niggas up. But yeah, that's 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 the first time I remember meeting you. Yeah. I was already off a location on the flyer. For so sure, I can put me on that show. I'm like, damn, this nigga hella raw. Oh God, good and, and to see now you got is this like your fifth project? What damn there way more than I don't even know the count. I ain't gonna lie. It's way it's more than five though for sure. Pook said nine. Damn nigga, you got nine projects out. <laughs> right, yeah, it's nine then. This sure. is for sure. Um, in terms like what, what would the biggest ones be? It'd be uh the biggest ones would be uh Steel Coney one, Marsh Madness, uh. Damn. <laughs> you know, I always look to poop for verification. Rep and Reverend, secondhand smoke. Yeah. Steel Coney 2. <laughs> this one that's going to come out, Star Shooter. Uh, 19 4, 6 12. Uh, vice versa with Nev. I think that's Man. all nine. Yeah, you've been making shit for a minute, bro. Yeah, for sure. That's what's up. I'm, I'm glad we got you on. Hella Black, yeah. episode 109. <laughs> 109, you know. Whole new setup in here. Yeah, yeah, dude. Almost good company, you know what I mean? So <laughs> appreciate you pulling up on us. Sure, man, man. Tapping with our Patreon, patreon.com slash hellblackpod, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you feel me? Wherever you listen to this shit, tap in, subscribe, but you feel me? Go to that Patreon, patreon.com slash hellblackpod. Let's get it, bro. So you know you got a new album coming out. Yeah. You know, what what is that? What is the significance for you? You know what I mean? Especially, you know, y'all just talking about when y'all just met and a lot of growth in that in that time period, you know what I mean? You got a, yeah. a son now providing for your family, you know, how's that that shift been for you as a as an artist and as a as a person? Man, it shit, it's nothing but growth, bro. I, I feel like like I said, everybody that know me always tell me like, you know, I'm different now, like, you know, like the thing about myself though is I do feel like I've been like this, it just being a shell case. This isn't a shell because where I'm from, like 
you know, sometimes I don't, I don't show my hand like I'm not. I was like that. I always felt like I was a little smart in the head and had a plan to do what I needed to do, though. But for sure, for this album, it's just showing the growth. It's me realizing what matters and what don't matter, like, you know. And, and in real life, you start to, especially having a son and shit, you start to really, like, start to figure out what matters and what don't matter, you know. And, you know, that it's a big thing. It's specific lines I rap about. It's shit that I probably would have never said. Oh, come starting out, you know. So the shit that I'm rapping about now is a little bit. I'm still, it's still gangster. You feel me? You're gonna still feel that, but it's like you know, I, I say some shit that matters a little more to where I feel like I like to listen to it to hear myself. Trying to get out that bubble of gangster rap and get out that bubble of like you know, just rapping for the entertainment and more like the knowledge, you know. So yeah, yeah and that's that's fire. That's. Cause I feel like I've been able to. I know for a fact. I mean, if we talking about these projects from from early on, if I was like, yeah, yeah location on the flyer yeah. was the first song I heard from you, and that's just damn near crash out music. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure. You were just okay. crashing out. Yeah, now I hear, I know, you know, I, I, I hear other shit. I'm like, oh, you can see like this thing is is yeah. developing as a human being. Yeah. And that's that's the mark of a good artist is when you can see like the personal development start to be reflected yeah. in the music. But like that's the mark of artistry for sure. Not for sure, no doubt. You had mentioned. Uh, it's something that I picked up on, like, even though me and you haven't had, like, hella in-depth conversations, you know what I'm saying? I, I was, it was, I was able to pick up on, like, how you move easily. I'm like, bro, he never really, you know, he got high energy, good energy, good vibrations, mm-hmm. but he kind of quiet, and you never really know how smart he is until you see him do something. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this nigga is, is, is for show. He know more than what he presented, and yeah. you said that was just based off of how you grew up. That's why you moved that way? Yeah, for sure. Hella how I grew up. I feel like hella people could relate to it. Like, even like it's from elementary school. Like, it just be like, I would feel like I was fake smart, but I feel like a nerd sometimes. So then sometimes you don't want to act like you know the motherfucking question. People start <laughs> making fun of you with shit. Like. Yeah, you feel me? And it be like, I already had a reputation. Like, since a little kid, is like, I was funny. I was bad. Like, you know, I liked that, you know, growing up. So I was like, shit, I don't really want to be smart. So I will always never really let people know what I was thinking. I would just say the dumb shit. And a motherfucker might be like, oh, he don't know how to spell wooty woo. But I'm the type that would, like, spell a word wrong on purpose growing up because... You know, I know what I I know what I know, but yeah. you know, I just wanted to make people laugh or like kind of like shit fit in if you want to say it like that. Like as a young kid, for sure. When did you start to see like you making that shit from like, all right, I ain't gonna play no more? Like, uh, I mean, shit. Even as an adult, like getting older, eighteen, nineteen. I'm I'm twenty two now. I still ain't even hella old. Bro, you only like, twenty two? Yeah, but like eighteen, nineteen. 20, all that, I still ain't never, like, being heavy in the streets and all that shit, like, you feel me, my, like, I was in and out of jail and shit, right, at that time, too, but I always, even that, I just always been more of a, I sit back, kind of watch, let people maybe think they harder than you, let people think all this, because I don't really care about the same shit you think, you know, and it's like, it's the same everybody knows, it's just like, loudest in the room is just, you know, bullshit, barking. bro. Yeah, you just barking. <laughs> and, and when you're confident in yourself, you kind of don't. I don't need everybody to know what I'm capable of. So I just always had a plan in the back of my head. I feel like I was supposed to be great. But I don't want to spoil the prophecy and start talking about it. You know, it don't come true. So. Bro, I had no clue you was 22, bro. I knew you, I knew you was <laughs> younger 
But so that means nigga, you was like seventeen years old at the time that I'm referring to. Like, yep, yep. I was like eighteen. You was a right kid, there. bro. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you still, still like if yeah, you you young, bro. That's but yeah, Not you, you for sure. You for sure sharp. That's all I'm saying. Even the way you carry yourself, and I feel like as young niggas, you hear it all the time, like, "Oh, you wise behind your years" type of shit. Yeah. But I had no clue, like. You was 17, 18 years old when niggas was meeting you. Not for sure. That's that's a compliment. My I'm black just telling me that shit. Everybody be telling me that shit be you feel me? I feel old as fuck. Like I be feeling like I've been here forever. I've been through a You've lot been of through shit. You've been through a lot of shit. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, just adapting to all that. I just be that's why I be on the standpoint of I want young niggas and stuff to be able to learn. To you know, you could think before you get hella old and you can't do like we could still move as young active niggas and still be smart, you know. And that's what I be trying to really point at when I say certain shit in my music now, shit, because I feel like niggas don't, yeah, ain't mentally there. Like I feel like a lot of people you like pushing it. critical thinking, yeah, and yeah. self awareness. Yeah, yeah. I want it. I, I be going hard on my homies, bro. Like my my niggas hate hearing me because. Me too. I, <laughs> I be yelling. I be nigga. How do you you know pooking them? No, when I be arguing, I don't just argue to get the point. I be like, how do you not know you did this and this mean that? That's how I be arguing. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Niggas be like, bro, ain't nobody thinking that deep. I be like, bro, it's it's a skill that you need to gain to always think that deep, nigga. Like, cause you now everybody always gonna be one step ahead of you when you don't know the outcome of what you doing. Feel me, but they be hating when I be talking hella shit. That's important though, bro. That's being just future focused. You feel me? Yeah, for just sure. Just aligned and you should, this action gonna lead to this yeah. or it has the potential to lead to this. You exactly. Feel me? But that you, you know, you talking about that? That that's love though. At yeah, the end of the point, like sure. if you gonna it's argue love. with people you love, you feel me? It's that's love. love. You feel me? No doubt. Just staying alive, bro. Like that shit got to do with everything, bro. That's you almost like you teaching that. niggas something that's important to to survival, yeah. like that critical thinking. Shit, like no matter what we doing, I don't care if we. Whatever we doing, we need to be able to plan, have a plan, and a, you feel me, a plan and a course of action. No matter, I don't care what it is you doing, or you just end up situations where you can't control the outcome and that what you're doing, you crashing out. Yeah, no doubt. And you know, a nigga like me, I don't never want to not be able to control the outcome. That's the only time I feel uncomfortable. So. Yeah. So you spent, you know, some time incarcerated when you was a, a kid and uh, as an adult and whatnot. Yeah, um, yeah. Sure. But do you ever like reflect on that and think like there were certain things out of your control? You know what I mean? That, um, that led to those situations? Uh, I feel like for sure of the age, shit was out of my control. Also, I feel like stories be written already. So I feel like I have to do that to like, you know, get to where I'm supposed to get to. But for sure, I, I do sit back and reflect and I'll be like, I first got arrested when I was 12. And it's like for shoplifting, you know, some bullshit. And it's like since then I've been on probation to I'm still on probation right now. You feel me? And I'm unfortunately out on bail for some dumb shit. This is some shit that I feel like is out of my control because you don't you feel me? Nothing to talk about. But it's like now I understand the difference of, you know, moving a little smart and it being inevitable for versus yeah, I do think some shit I was doing was dumb as hell back then. But at the same time, I don't have like no crazy, like dumbass random charges. I, where I'm from, it's most, you need a hammer. Like it's not, it's not crazy in, in the, you feel me, environment most people grow up It was up a in. rational decision the way you was moving. Yeah, and 
really every charge I damn near have is firearm, firearm, firearm. You feel me? So it's like I got like one assault was like my first like real like time when I was 15. And then it was like after that, it's just firearm, firearm, firearm. You feel me? So it's like it wasn't nothing that I was feeling like, man, you you moving wrong because it's like, man, I, I got to protect myself. Like I'd rather go do some time and come back than not make it. You feel me? So, Straight up. Yeah, yeah, that was we had put this question on there. It was like sparked by two things, right? Because we had um, my my homie D-Lo, he was on the pod, right? And he had yeah. he had did like ten in the pen, yeah. um, like all up and down California, right? Yeah. And he was on the podcast, and he was kind of like blaming himself, like, "Oh, I could have been moving differently." And I'm like, "Bro, like, look at the circumstances of where you was living at. Like, everything yeah. you was doing was in the name of survival, and it was in the name of surviving a system that you did not create." You feel me? Like, you can't really like, nigga, you didn't create the conditions of Oak Park. You feel me? Like, nigga, exactly. like, you know what I'm saying? So, and then. It also came from I was watching this commercial like an ad had came on YouTube and it was um some like it was during it was actually this past Saturday when like the college football shit had popped off you know like in the middle of the games they'd be having like commercials for their schools or whatever and yeah. it was showing like a school it might have been like Duke or something and they had some jail program educational shit and they was just like had the 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 niggas that was locked up you feel me looking many like some guilt tripping shit I'm like bro yeah. I'm half the niggas who in here not half every nigga in here is a is a product of a of a colonial society These niggas was Everything they was doing Was in the name of society So I'm like I want to see what this nigga Coney think about his situation You know what I'm saying like, Especially if your first charge Was shoplifting Like why was you shoplifting Man <laughs> You feel me Like <laughs> I wanted some headphones bro. Yeah. I'm a mama wouldn't buy them for me man <laughs> That's some normal kid shit though yeah. You feel me It like, just be like bro I was You know just be outside All day like You feel me And it just be like Man like Shit what else you supposed to do You know type shit bro Like everybody around us Just be looking different and then it'd be like you know some i mean everybody looked the same but then when we go to other places like you might go to school in another neighborhood or something and then you'd be like damn like this shit different and my mom the type that was always trying to make me go far to school so i was driving like 30 minutes to school almost all the time you feel me just to go to school and i always be in an environment where i don't really be fucking with it then i'll beg her to go back to school where i'm at and then she might let me and then i'll be like man i want to go back over there like fuck this shit and it just be all crazy because it's all environment, bro. Speaking of family, how did how did your family end up in uh Sacramento? Uh man, that shit that's it should still be a mystery to me. It'd be crazy. My mom act like it was supposed to happen like that, but uh, that's just where they it, she just came straight. I think she moved out here when she was twenty eight. My mom originally from Sierra Leone, uh, West Africa. And it's like, you know, that's the home of the diamonds, you know, they out there tripping it's wars out there and hella shit like so you feel me like they really from that's why my mom be saying fuck what i'm talking about because they're really from poverty real poverty, like, real. <laughs> you know, I, I really went out there like multiple times like growing up like and like when we would go to my grandmama house it would like it's really like not all africa's how because i hate how when people shape africa they just all think it's like dirt it's not no huts and all it's beautiful places out yeah, there yeah you know that's what them european crackers <laughs> i mean like there might be yeah it's like there is some huts but shit that ain't the only yeah, thing you yeah. feel me there's still big ass cities and, yeah, shit. and it's like i got best of both worlds like my uncle and them they're from freetown that's the capital of sierra leone you feel me so like my uncle house he got it stay his shit tight like you feel me it's dope it's beautiful it's something i want you feel me? my mom own land out there something that i'm gonna go visit vacation like it's dope and then my grunt but they're originally from a place called kai lounge and that's really like drive through the damn near jungle get to this and that's where you do get the aspect of no roads you know dirt it's bitches you feel me yeah. 
you know, really man-made uh, place. You know, that's where my grandma passed. That's where she went back home to, uh, you know, pass away at. But, you know, they came from out there. There's a lot of shit going on out there. She came out here. You know, uh, my dad came out here, too. You feel me? They had me Both out your here. parents from there? My dad is from, uh, is it Ghana? I think my dad's from Ghana. If I hope I ain't mistaken, but yeah, it's right next door to uh, Sierra Leone. But yeah, they both came out here. But I don't know my daddy. You feel me? Like I don't know. Now I don't even know what he looked like. You feel me? But I know they had came out here, end up having me. So I'm like the only. All my cousins and all them was born out there. So I'm the first like generation that was born in America out of everybody. What was it like for you going back? You feel me? And seeing how your people living. Uh, and like how that uh yeah influenced you? You know, going back to Sacramento. Uh, it used to be crazy because they'll all call you like American boy and shit like that, or they <laughs> they always will ask me for dollars and shit. <laughs> Even me, and it'd be crazy to me because where I'm where I'm from, I felt poor. So then when I go out there and then like niggas be, oh you got a dollar, like I'd be like damn near like what the fuck, like feel me? That's crazy. Like everybody asking me like I'm rich. It's crazy to feel like the richest one there. So. You know, that was like a crazy flip and then to come back home. And, you know, growing up, too, it was like, it, it's shit. It's how it is out here. It was like shame to, like, really be African because we was getting roasted. So I didn't really want to tell nobody I was going to school with that I was going to Africa. Now I love to tell a nigga, like, yeah. <laughs> Bruh, yeah we, got, we got man, We got family. I'm finna go on vacation like, out nigga, there. Like, I'm over here jealous as hell. <laughs> like, growing up, though, it was like, I was going out. I didn't want to tell nobody. I used to be lying to niggas, like, yeah, I'm just going to my auntie house or something. But, yeah, I'll really be going to Africa. It was a crazy experience, you feel me? For sure. Hey, man, going into that. Growing and accepting that African identity is something like we've been dealing with heavy these last few years. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like to realize like that's where nigga, that's where I'm from. Like I'm here. Yeah. This is where my family was brought to as a result of yeah. Chateau slavery, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But like nigga, niggas I'm from can just point to the South, you like, all right, we know it starts with slavery, but niggas don't yeah. really yeah. you feel me, know exactly where, you know what I mean? So that's it's something to be proud of. Something too. to be proud of like, for sure. And the fact that you could trace your lineage, bro, that's like like I can't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm like, like, I could trace I, the furthest yeah. to maybe Jamaica. And that's as far. That's but crazy. I was can't. just having a convo with my big mom about that. Like, I was like, it's crazy how, like, you know, that y'all, like, trying to figure that out. And it'd be like, I would probably have trust issues trying to figure out, like, if they're telling the truth or yeah, something. Yeah, you got all them, like, um, DNA tests DNA and shit. Like, like, I don't, <laughs> I really don't know. And, like, I'm, I'm, I already and got And then my, they said the yeah. DNA test, they, uh, the government be buying that shit, too. And then yeah. they be tracing your DNA to yeah. shit. Oh my bro, so I ain't finna. I gotta do all this shit. Exactly what you saying. I was telling her I didn't <laughs> want her to do it because of that type of shit. Then I'm like, man, but I wouldn't want to block you from figuring out. But I was just like, man, I'd be scared because I wouldn't know. And it's like I am glad that like I know my grandma and I know I know exactly where they from. You know exactly like, where to pull up to when you go out there. Like yeah, to know, I'm, like, I'm going, I'm going, yeah. I'm going here. Like when I go out there, I don't know where I'm gonna go. Like, <laughs> you feel me? Like I'm gonna take a reference from somebody. You know what I'm saying? But to know that like you could touch down and really be like I mean I guess in the, in the communal sense I'm gonna be amongst family. I'm gonna be returning home. But yeah. to know like not nah, these is like my blood relative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's special, bro. Definitely something you should be proud of. That should be dope too. They be like my last name Banya and like. Like, when I be out there, like, if you say your last name, like, you related to us, they really, like, treat you with royalty type shit. Because, like, my granddad, I don't know my grandpa, but they, like, say, like, he was, like, king of, like, where they was from and shit. So, I've I seen first eyewitness, like, being at the airport, like, at the airport and my mom being, like, 
oh yeah, Wooty Woo saying her name and niggas was like begging to take her bags and shit like that. Like that shit was crazy. You know what it means? Uh, nope. I don't, I don't even know. I swear, but it's just shit. I just know how powerful they. <laughs> you just yeah. seen, yeah. They got a whole little compound and everything out there. My grandma buried. Uh, they just went out there last year to uh, move my grandma's body uh, under the count, a compound. You feel me? That they built. So, yeah, it's, they powerful out there for sure. That's what's up. Hey, your music, you know, political. You feel me? You talking about this racist ass system? You know this uh, yeah. quote unquote electoral college? You feel me? We ain't even be voting for the shit. You feel yeah. me? Uh, but yeah, what, what led you to taking these uh, political stances? You know, in your, in your music. Uh man, I just shit. I just I hate when I just be want to say I hate when people have a certain type of voice and don't use it. You feel me? But it's to each his own. I don't here to judge anybody, but I just feel like I I salute like the people that was at the pedestal to be able to say something and then people could learn. And nowadays people don't think it's tight learning. You tell a nigga to read a book. He's not going to read the book if you tell him to read it. Nigga might go find a book himself, maybe go down, go to jail, read a book. But it's just like out here, man, shit, music, everybody listens to music. So, you know, that's really the best place, I feel like, as all of us. If we have a voice, you might as well sneak that little shit in there when it's a little fact to let people be like, oh, is that true? Because it seemed to me, I've known that since I was in elementary school. But it's like, you know, some people also don't really even if they know it they don't put it into their thinking like oh yeah we is kind of voting for nothing you feel me and i just think that shit this should be a lot of shit be bullshit you know i mean it's probably like that <laughs> point what you said around being a being a kid in class and you're like oh i don't want to either it's i don't want to seem like i'm smart i don't do the i don't want to do the uncool thing yeah for sure. and a lot of a lot of i mean you know on rap bro like that's just you're not you're not um Develop to think to think critically, right? They want you to yeah. just like go out there, like they this this industry is built on crashing out. You yeah. feel like that's why you get situations like Six Nine being a snitch promoted yeah. everywhere, all over billboards. Yeah, exactly. You get like niggas posting Quando Rondo did this or Dirk did this, like they feed off that type of shit. They don't feed snitch off niggas saying something shit. smart, like they want to turn the violence up. Yeah. I even think about like shit like this are out here. You feel me? Like that shit just be promoting hella gang violence out here. Yeah. Like it's be back and forth. Like you'll see one day they post a nigga from over here, then they post a nigga from over here, just fueling that shit. Even you even get in interviews with, with white journalists and they gonna yeah, ask you about some gang shit. Me some you feel me? Like that's just so. What does this mean? <laughs> Shut up, nigga. <laughs> you see exactly why I ask you to get interviewed. Yeah. You feel me? And and that shit is just, bro. That shit crazy, bro. Like, it's the industry though. When you when you do the when you do the do the math and you realize like these companies is all owned by folks that own prisons. Yeah. They all owned by folks all the who own in the factories. You know what I'm saying? Like it yeah. makes sense. They they profit off of you feel me? Black violence. Yeah. Off black death, like they profit off that shit. Like that's one, of, their- one of the coldest realizations I'd be having too is like when I'll be writing a song and I'll be saying hella like I might write hella shit in my notes and then I'll really have to go back and like move some shit I wrote to save it because I'd be like, man, I'm talking too political to where somebody ain't gonna want to listen to it and it'd be like that's a shame you gotta have your balance though that's yeah, you gotta you know, like you said but critically then, yeah. know the yeah. game like know yeah. what the outcome is like I, I gotta have these niggas to listen to most of my shit so they can still fuck with me yeah, so that exactly. i can say the shit that's really important yes because so if you just start why. oh fight the power fight the power you yeah, know what i'm saying like, what's this, this dude talking about, about bro exactly. like, you gotta dude, warm him up some, like, it's saturday like i'm trying to fuck around like i'm not trying to drive around mad yeah then i could relate like a motherfucker i get it because i'll be listening to shit and be like yeah i feel it but i know the game it just be like you gotta 
So I, I sneak that shit in, like, you feel me? Like, letting it, you could be on that shit, and then you feel me, throw that shit in, though. Like, throw some real shit in there. But also, when you say, like, damn near thinking critically and, like, forward thinking sometimes, that shit could be hella stressful, and you understand why niggas don't want, like, it's kind of easier to just let life happen to you and yeah. respond to it than it is to, like, go out and plan and, you know, consciously fight back. Because then when shit don't go right, you really got to look yourself in the mirror and be okay, what can I be doing differently? As opposed yeah. to just like, well, if life just happened to me and I'm responding to it, it's kind of not my fault type shit. Yeah. Yeah. And the way I, I mean, I, I just be living on like, bro, like, I'm not, I just be trying to be happy. You feel me? So it just be, if, if something is, I feel like the right path, I don't blame myself for nothing. Like, even, bro, my homies passing, like, I for sure went through like phases where I'd be like, man, I just wish this and wish that. But then, like, you do just be, you do could look in the mirror when you think and just be like, man, I mean, I don't have no real control. And I, I guess it's a bigger plan. And I'd be knowing if they right here speaking to me, they're gonna be telling me, well, the ball's in your court, so continue to go, bro. Like, don't be looking at stuff like too hard. You yeah. know, it, it, you know, this shit plays out how it's supposed to play out. You feel me? I really started in a group of like ten niggas, bro, and it's like, you know, it's the numbers really narrow, and like I thirty hump, bro. I didn't. I really got probably like thirty dead homies type shit. You feel me? Like close ones, like ten. You feel me? But it's like crazy, like really like being with a lot of these people every day and then they gone, you know, and like you do got to go about your life in a cold way and it, and it just be like, man, like it's crazy how certain shit works. And I was in a, I was wild. Like I wasn't, I ain't going to say I wasn't one of them niggas that was, oh, I'm smart and I stay out the way. Like I probably done been to jail the most like out of a lot of my niggas and hella shit. I got homies that done passed now that, never went down or only went down once you feel me and i was when everybody thought it was gonna happen to me and my one of my best friends jojo he down you feel me facing 13 he not facing he got 13 years right now we're trying to appeal what he got going on we feel he's overcharged for a robbery you know but you know they be trying to bang a vanguard type for shit like that you know so it just be for me to be damn near the last one standing It'd be like, man, this story, it's a crazy story. And obviously certain stuff happens for a reason. You can't blame nothing. Because I'm on the phone with him and he was the main rapper. And he's, well, shit, that's just how it was supposed to be. You know, like, yeah, and when you got that type of support, it's easier also yeah. to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, all right, well, don't give up. Because all these people that done passed and all that, they done, I got text messages still in my phone from my big brothers before they left saying like, it's on you, like, you feel me? Don't give up, do what you gotta do, like, yeah. I live by that shit every day. Is there um, any ways folks can support JoJo and y'all appealing what y'all got going on? If you wanna let people know about the case or in which ways they can support them, write some shit, send some shit? Uh, for sure, I'm, of course, I always uh, write, but yeah, I'm finna, um, man, I'm trying to put it together. Everybody going for sure, see, we, uh, the, first, the first half is on me, you know, putting together, of course, legal shit and all that that we got to get. But, you know, everybody will know for sure soon when, when yeah, it's let, let time. Yeah, let us know. Like, yeah, we can bring you back home. You feel me? Yeah. You can just run it run it down for everybody how we can support this. Yeah. That's definitely something, you know, we down to do. thousand percent. Exactly. I just want to educate myself on it a little more. And, and he's educating himself. And we just, we going to make it happen. And I'm going to let everybody know. But thank you. For yep. You, um... You spoke about just trying to be happy. What's making you happy these days? I know I, I texted you yesterday, and you was like, yeah, I just had your daughter's birthday. Yeah. What's uh, making you happy? Shit, that, seeing them do shit. I mean, I've 
been for myself a lot like you know uh growing up me and my mom got a weird i don't have a relationship with my dad and me and my mom have a weird relationship like you know she's straight it's like a stereotype with foreign foreigners but i mean it's shit it's fake way true it's like they don't it's like they don't really know how to show love a certain way and i see it in a lot of all my african partners all that it's like well, they hella rough. Like most moms from, they they be rough, bro. You feel me? If you got a mom that's hella nice from there, educate me. I don't want to say, but it's you like educate me for sure. Like you know, like I love, I know everything she means is good, but it be it's be like, tough love. It's just a hard. It's hard for her to be like, oh yeah, I love you. I'm proud of you, son, or whatever got going on. And you know that affects me. So like I'm on a journey also trying to like play with my kids and be like oh that's dope wooty woo because you know growing up like that it makes it awkward for me to be like you know to even like laugh with my kids sometimes because i really wasn't raised like that so like i for sure they i have a lot of fun with my kids like don't get that wrong but it's like it's for sure a battle you know that you unlearning understand shit. that yeah, yeah I, I we also some people we raise and we really gotta for, like make a way to like be nice like and and like i'm not mean but i i don't have it's hard for me to show affection and it 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 affects a lot of stuff even like relationships everything like i've always been like i don't like kissing like type shit like that and it'd be like man it get deep bro and it's like you know the way we raise everything stems from how we raise in the environments we be in so bro i literally just had that conversation with my uh my younger sisters we had i got a uh i got seven younger siblings and we just went to to uh like brunch for my little brother who turned 17 but I was talking to my two of my sisters and we were saying how like it's not common on my daddy's side for us to say I love you but like on my mama's side it's hella common like you know like yeah me and my granny say I love you when we text and we say I love you when we hang up I tell my mama I love her when we hang up like text her in the morning like I love you have a good day like that's just how I grew up on my mama's side but on my daddy's side it wasn't like that and my sisters was telling me oh like yeah on my mama's side or my daddy's side they didn't get that and you know, they've been trying to unlearn that with their kids and in their relationships because they just feel like, well, shit, I never really grew up having affection, so it damn near make me uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, it's just like, yeah. to, to affirm it. what you're saying, like, niggas go, I'm learning, I'm trying to figure this shit out my daddy's side. Like, it's been times I want to tell my granny on my on my dad's side, like, I love you, but I just damn near afraid. Yeah, go say it back. Even though I know she loved me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. for a fact, you feel me? Like, I know for a fact she, she loved love, me, bro. Yeah. I know for a fact, but it's just like, it just wasn't custom for us. So it's just like, you know, exactly. niggas trying to unlearn it. Not for sure. But I feel like that's, uh, that takes self-awareness, you know what I mean? To be able to like, all right, this was a past. This is how it's shown up right now. You feel me? Yeah. Now this is what I'm trying to do yeah. to move it forward or to address it, even though that shit uncomfortable as hell. Yeah, for you sure. Know? I, I didn't realize it till like I met my baby mama right now. Like that's, that's for sure. That was for sure who like I would, I would, when I would be arguing and shit, I would start to kind of think like, I would listen to my mom talk and I'd be like, damn. Sound just like her? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm saying what she's saying, but I never understand that though, kind of until somebody just told me, like, bro, you tripping. And I'll be like, oh, you you damn near right. You know? Bro, relationships have a crazy ass way of showing you <laughs> yeah, how you grew up. It just reveal all <laughs> you your traumas. Me? Straight up. Yeah, you getting at that age too, bro. Like 22, that's, that's, that's that time where like, I, I feel like you start to step into this level of, of independence because like at 22 I had just graduated college you know what yeah. I'm saying like you starting to feel like get real cemented in your career you stepping into fatherhood you know what I'm saying now you starting to have to support your people in, in different ways and now it's just forcing you to like 
peel back some of these layers of who you are as a person and start looking at the world different. It's a yeah. it's a very scary time, but it's also a time where you could, you know, reclaim a lot of the power that you lost as a youth. Yeah. You you it's you got a lot a lot ahead of you. For a lot sure, ahead I, of you. I for sure agree. Oh my God. That's dope. You uh when I asked you, I'm like, what's one of the things you want to talk about? You said you for sure want to talk about the difference between a, a MC and a musician. Yeah. Um, and so, what do you classify yourself as? Tell us the difference and then tell us what you classify yourself as. We're on some hip-hop history shit right yeah. now. I'm fucking with uh, it. <laughs> uh, I feel like, all right, the definition of MC and musician that everybody be mixing up. I know y'all know the definition, but the way everybody compares, I don't agree with. We got people that is lyrical geniuses. You know, we got people that might not put together the greatest music, but, you know, when you listen to their verses, they got the most standout shit. You know, they got the shit that it plays in your head. It, it Not plays in your head every day. That's the other definition. Relates, you feel me, to real life. You know, years ahead of its time, the verses lived through years. Something you heard in 2012 right now still might be hitting them as lyricists. And then we got musicians that is like drake for the perfect example you know like we got them but he be gassing though but we do got the people that make music like and like kanye west specifically like shit like that and them is the people i like i love kanye west like i love old kanye west i gotta keep it a buck i don't really i don't really <laughs> know how America i feel great. about the new shit bro i can't relate to it i be feeling like i'm listening to it and i'll be like damn like this must be how motherfuckers that ain't never seen no ghetto feel like listening to my <laughs> shit. <laughs> nigga, I'm really listening like, damn, I don't know what this nigga talking about. Like, you feel me? But yeah, it's just, I, I feel like when we compare rappers, it needs to be a fine line to, we could put them together sometimes, but it needs to be a fine line to to realize like, yeah, he be guessing that he's a rapper and this dude makes great music. And it was something I said on Twitter when I was like, I said, Wayne was the greatest rapper and Lil Wayne was, I mean, no, no, no. Wayne was the greatest rapper and Kanye was the greatest musician. That's why I said. And everybody was, I got nothing but negative comments. And my niggas was texting me everything <laughs> like, you sound dumb as fuck, Kanye ass. Like, what the fuck? I'm just like, well, nigga, you wouldn't have went in the studio and made stronger, nigga. That shit's crazy. <laughs> you, feel me? Like, you feel me? So I just be wanting, I feel like niggas don't look at it at that aspect. No, that's real. Yeah, for sure, bro. Niggas can't do that, bro. Kanye got shit that it's like, I be listening and I be like, bro, there's no way that, like, y'all put that together and start even rapping like that. I wouldn't really know what to do if that that type of shit was in my, in my hands. You feel me? And that's what I'm trying to learn how to do. That's what makes me be like, oh, yeah, it's room to get better. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say, like, that one is, like, better than the other, but there are... Like, it's just levels to this shit, right? Like, when you start to understand sounds, when you start to understand tones of voice, when you start to understand, like, just different ways to, to format a song and when to bring in, like, Kanye be bringing in choirs and shit. Yeah. Like, nigga be having, like, hella music even, theory and shit. like, think like that. Like, let alone be able to create it. Yeah, like, that's, that's I've heard one I'm song saying, off his bro. new shit, and I'm not gonna lie, it's insane, bro. Yeah. Like, it got the start with the weekend, and then when the baby oh, bus come on, like, yeah, it's they like, was the beat is kind of way different. Then Kanye come on, and it's like choirs and shit. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, niggas ain't even hearing sounds and thinking about creating a song like that. 
Bro, that's what I be trying to that tell That whole process, like, too. Niggas is quick to call something trash, but it be like, bro, you ain't going to be able to go create that, bro, to be even able to call it trash. That's that's genius to be able to put certain shit together. Like, just to be able to listen to something and be like, oh, this needs a bridge, right? Or this sound needs to go right here. That's, that's smart. That's hard. You feel me? That's not that easy. Most of us going to stew rap one time and then be like all right woofy woof that's the song and it'd be like i want to get better i heard that nigga kanye say we took two years to make all of the lights i ain't never forgot when he said that because i was like how the fuck do you take two years to make a song that's i can't make a song and go back to it i'd be like this ass i'm not putting nothing else <laughs> on it if i go so for to be to be able to think it take talent to even be able to go back into a song and be like all right, we finna replace that, this new, or, that new feeling, something new and fresh. Yeah, that's crazy. You feel me? So I feel like people don't acknowledge. You ain't acknowledge. You ain't acknowledging that dope ass part of the music, bro. That niggas is really taking all year to keep going back. Oh, we need Rihanna on this motherfucker. Oh, we need these background vocals. Oh, wooty woo. This is catchy right here. We gonna make them say this. You feel me? Like and that nigga, that's. That's talent, cause some niggas is just hopping on and rapping, and they producer doing a lot of shit for them, you know. And it's some niggas that's really producing and rapping, and like they be needing crazy flowers, cause nigga that shit seem impossible. And like that's the growth that I want to reach to. Like I don't know how to work no pro tools, but shit, maybe one day a nigga could sit me down and teach me how to do it. That's gonna you elevate know? your like, cause you are gonna start to see things differently, and once you start to see yeah. shit differently, you are gonna start to think about it differently. Like a lot of niggas really just getting there and. Get they 16. Yeah. Repeat that as the hook, right? Another 16, and that's done. Not really thinking, like, okay, what can I what can I play with my voice and shit? Like, that's like one of the niggas who I fuck with, who I don't know if he be gassing a lot, but I like what Young Boy be doing with his voice and shit sometimes. It's just like, yeah. bro, he be, I'm like, yeah, this nigga damn near hit it like some choir shit. Like, damn near hit a note. <laughs> you damn near said it to the right nigga. I'm really, I, I really fuck with that nigga. I be telling them, like, that my baby mama hate that nigga. Like, she be thinking. <laughs> She think that shit trash. People think that shit trash. Like, if people will say it, but it'd be like, I'd be trying to say, like, bro, that's that's music, bro. That nigga know how to do hella shit. You feel me? And, and, and it's talent to be able to have a tape where you feel different through different parts of the album. Mm-hmm. Some, a lot of niggas have tapes where the whole tape is. It's just you're an artist and you're known for that and we're about to listen to that the whole 10, 12 songs you got versus where we got, like, three parts of this, three songs of that, and, like, you know, that's... That's dope, and that's why I be trying to base my albums on. I be trying to put hella different type of shit through my whole album. So even if it's rap, it's different forms of rap, pace. I'm rapping slow on here, fast on here. You feel me? Jiggy on here, serious on here. Like, and I get inspired by that when niggas could put a whole tape together. We don't have like that concept feel nowadays no more. Where Albums is real albums. It's a lot of mixtape feel now, you know. Yeah, that, that's that's my favorite part of being in music, and I think that's the part that's kept me in it for so long because it's a lot of fake shit in it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like, it's the creative part that I enjoy yeah. so much, bro. And like being in the studio and being able to be like, all right, let's play around with some shit. Like, yeah, you know, we know what you do good already. Like, if we had to, if all else fails. We, we can, can always go, go back to that. We can make this shit over and over again. <laughs> yeah, all else fails, yeah. we can keep making this song over and over again. We know what the niggas want to hear from y'all. But, like, maybe let's try to, you know, like what you said, like, getting older, like, 
And this is something that I got from Vince Staples. He was like, bro, I'm telling the same shit over and over just from a different perspective. Like, all I know is LA gangbanging. Yeah. That's all I know how to talk about. But yeah. I'm going to talk about it from a perspective of like, all right, when I was in it and it all made sense yeah. to me, tourists like, well, now I'm on the outside looking in and I realize like I was damn near crashing out. You feel me? Like, sure. let's just be able to, to think critically like you said. Let's practice some self-awareness and let's also let's play with the artistry a little bit because it is an art form and like, Man. You know, let's dive in, tap in with the producers. Let's, you feel me, tap in with the singers and really figure out what, it might be shit in you that you haven't even unlocked yet yeah. because you're just sitting here doing the same thing over and over and over. And we talk about, one of the things we talk about is like dialectics, right? Which is like the process of change. Yeah. And it's been uh, theorized that process or that change happens through like contradictions, through opposing forces, like meeting and struggling and then one overpowering each other. So if you go into a studio and you like, all right, now I'm about to get this new beat on, even though I only been rapping at this certain BPM. Now that new BPM, that slow down BPM, them extra horns and shit, that's gonna cause a battle. And at the end of that, something new gonna come out. Mm -hmm. And that's why that's I be dope. fucking with the industry. Yeah, that's like some multiverse type shit. Yeah, that nigga, <laughs> uh, metaphysics. That nigga, <laughs> that nigga uh, Vince really like be he goaded with that little, like knowledge shit for sure. I be feeling like he for sure here for uh, more than music. I I learn a lot from like even like listening to him talk. Sometimes I I didn't hit him like feel me. That nigga uh, he had tapped in with me. I like text that nigga. Watch his. He had like a drink champs interview uh, that I had just watched. I was like, yeah, bro, you be. That's crazy. Like you remind me of like myself. Like, I was gonna you say really... you, you like y'all two remind me of each other. The two niggas yeah. who I've had like chance to like, like talk to and shit. Yeah, for sure. Bro, I, I, smart. I'm glad I got the chance. Like telling like yeah, you be saying shit and it be like you from the trenches too, and you saying the same shit. I be thinking and it be like I always be wondering why nobody else could think that. And so to hear you being able to say certain shit, I be like, man, that's. That's dope as fuck. Like, you smart. You for sure know your facts. You know a lot of shit like that matter. That's dope. Yeah. You you just a music head, though, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I for sure love it. That's all I, like, have, bro. Like, I just, growing up, I just used to really steal CDs from, like, Target and shit like that and just listen to hella, like, everything, though. Like, I was an Eminem nigga, like, Dr. Dre nigga. Like, <laughs> anything I could, like, Get that was easy on. to steal, damn near. Like, be like, shit, I'm finna take this home and listen to that shit thoroughly. Like, and I really used to not just listen for the hits. I'll really listen to every word that they saying through the whole shit. Yeah, and one thing I noticed is you really fuck with you know your creative direction, no, you know sure. from directing music videos and yeah. you know all all the aspects that come behind music. Uh, where'd you get that from, or like what what made you so passionate around that? Uh, it's really one main thing is I hate shooting music videos, right? I hate regular videos. So like when I shoot, I be like, okay, if I'm gonna do shoot anything. It got to be worth watching. And I'm big on replay value, and I love movies. All I do is watch movies, and I don't even watch movies for outcome. I watch movies to study what they do to make people attached to the characters they have in the movies and, like, attached to the plot. Because one day, like, I want to, like, do a film company type shit. So, you know, I take that shit hella serious because I love movies and I want to act one day and all that. You talking to two serious movie nerds. <laughs> yeah. I be, I be <laughs> the really, whole cinematography and shit, different angles. I'm like, boy, it yeah, should, like, it should and, be insane, bro. Bruh, anything, like, bro, the, the, the simplicity, like, bro, I just love, like, and like I said, the biggest part of it to me is how you, they make people love a character. So, like, I really be trying to, like, study that and and replay value is the biggest thing so like you know like it was one shit i was just saying with center story like how when i was directing that before i knew even everything i was gonna do i was just like 
I'm going to kill the nigga at the end of my video. <laughs> they're going to replay. It worked backwards. It worked backwards. Yeah, yeah, so when I start writing from that, I was like, what would make sense to kill my homie in my shit? And it was like, okay, well, a sinner story. A nigga that does it for the wrong reason and a nigga that does it for the right reason. And if you watch the video, we both hitting this house lick and whatever it is. But, you know, he's overboard. Like, he's the gangster that people depict. Like, when they want to be a gangster, you feel me? Trying to do stuff to seem cool. You trying to overpower an old lady and shit like that. I'm in here for the cheese and to get up out of here because I need the cheese. You feel me? So, it was like I seen what he did. He had, like, banged the old lady in the video. He did hella shit. I got the money. I seen him. I'm like, oh, yeah. I already made up in my mind right there. Like, he's dusted off. You feel me? So, <laughs> we get by ourselves. He gets, I dust him off, take his cheese, you feel me? And it's a center story. I don't feel nothing about that. And I don't even feel I'm the center by killing him. You know, they, they'll they say killing's a sin. I'm like, well, nigga, that's not a sin to me because this nigga has to go. You feel me? Type of shit. And if it, was, if it was me to do it, then it was what it was. You feel me? But that's how I was ro rolling with the center story shit. You feel me? Not in a religious standpoint, but that the reason I'm doing it is not the reason he will be doing it. So the hypothetically speaking, even if I really killed him or killed him in my mind, it was to kill that depiction of being that type of gangster because that's not what type of gang that's not what it being a gangster is and i don't like that narrative so yeah I, yeah I bro i got a um i got a cousin that write movies that's a big ass fan of yours he gonna he gonna love to hear you talk about this kind of shit yeah so yeah. Bro, I, I probably want to have a head on head with him too yeah he gonna be hella juice uh, <laughs> but i uh i didn't know how i didn't know that you was doing a lot of your shit until i talked to ari like Ari was like, yeah, you know, Coney be hella serious about his music videos. I'm like, for real? Then I start like peeping. I'm like seeing your credits and names and shit. I'm like, yeah. okay, now it's starting to make sense. Yeah, it's starting to make sense. What's your favorite video that you worked on? Uh, that was for sure be a center, center story. story. Uh, I I fucked with uh I fucked with Buzz Down on the funny standpoint, like the Grant the Photo one. Yeah, yeah, that Grant the Photo show. That one was hard it, too. It was funny <laughs> for sure. I fucked with it, but uh, yeah, on storyline, center story was for sure the deepest shit that. I love doing. You feel me? And I ain't even in a. I'm I'm trying to do something else. I don't. I'm the time. I'm not in a rush to do something I don't think's perfect either. So I really sit back and wait till I catch like, oh, okay, this is perfect. I'm finna do this next. So right now I'm just I'm cooling. But I like that new video I did like a motherfucker too. But you see, it was animated. I don't go into the serious shit until I'm ready to go into the serious shit. I don't like to waste no attention span. That's man. You um. Oh, what um, what's your favorite genre of movie? Um, really, like it would be like drama thriller type shit. Uh, but uh, I was cause I like shit like you seen like Shutter Island and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. I be liking shit like that. You seen Departed? Yeah, yeah. Like I like shit like that. Like I love I love plot twists. You feel me? So it'd be like when something happens at the end, I'll be like, oh yeah, that's dope. I, Cause I'll be trying to guess though. Yeah, I, I always <laughs> trying to guess. All right, like, this is about uh, to happen right here. Yeah. Like type shit. I, I'm trying to like that's the element I'm trying to learn. Like how to make people hella interested yeah. and then fuck so them over. Figure out what's going on. Yeah, yeah fuck them over at the end, and then they'd be like, and then damn, they why they the had fuck it, but they didn't have it the whole time. Yeah, and I want it to be controversial. Like, I want somebody to be like, oh, that's your ass. Like, you feel me? Like my niggas, when I'll have watched Uncut Gems, like with Adam Sandler, hell of my niggas is like, this movie sucks. I love that movie. That show was a great movie. So I was like, I well, it. this movie tight as fuck. What you mean it sucked? Then my nigga, like, 
bro, he dies at the end. That's hella stupid. Why the fuck would you <laughs> kill him after all that? And I'm like, bro, that's the point. What the fuck else would you have felt any rage if he ain't died? You know? <laughs> That's not real life. Like, look at what he did. Like, yeah. you not finna just keep escaping shit like that exactly. all the time. Exactly. It ain't no happy end. This nigga was slipping through hella cracks doing He, he was chasing. He like, was on a crash course. He was on yeah, a crash course to and die. Like, and for him to die like that, it was like, bro, there was no other ending. I for sure didn't see it coming, though. I'm not gonna lie. As much I as, I, as, much as I saw him doing some wild <laughs> shit, I, I did not see that coming. Hell no, nah, no doubt. But as much as all that, there's no other way for it to have ended for you to have been like, that was better. You feel me? I mean, that, he, he kept getting his ass beat the whole movie. What do you think was gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> like, for sure, I, yeah, I'm for sure ain't think bro was gonna just pop him like that, though. That was crazy. And he died before it was even right. over. Just... I was like, yeah, that was crazy, but I I love that though. I love that aspect of movies for sure. What about you though? Like, what you fuck with? Um, um, I like. I don't fuck with horror at all. I do like drama. I do like drama slash like thriller kind of shit. Yeah. And then I'm also a big ass fan of comedy. Yeah. Like, I'm. I just love comedy, bro. I love. I love laughing. Nah, sure. This nigga laugh. I, I, ain't I ain't never love heard laughing, a nigga bro. Laugh as hard as this nigga. <laughs> I laugh, love bro. laughing. This like, nigga cries like, not out of his nose and shit. Like, <laughs> like, I know my day going good when I didn't cry tears. You feel me? Like, we got an office in there. Like, I know he be hearing me from in there, just like giggling and shit all the time. Like, I just laugh a hell of a bunch. I like comedy. Um, you know that that nigga Jim is hella into uh, like Italian movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. we be watching like Goodfellas, Goodfella. yeah, uh, The Departed. Cool. What was the one that just recently came out? Um, like a year ago on Netflix. Was it with the old head? Yeah, what the fuck is this shit called? That long ass movie. Not the Italian job. What's the shit called? Um, that long one? Exactly. It was yeah. like four hours type it, shit. It, 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 the Irishman. The Irishman. The Irishman. Yeah. I just yeah. fuck with that. Um, but yeah, I, I like I like drama shit. The movies that I you should you should peep Green Knight. If you, t- if you night, I, yeah. that just came out, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, I got that written. I got like a long ass list of like movies to watch. That's in my. You should peep Green Knight, a movie that we've been where we've been pushing because it's uh it's heavy on the political shit. You should watch Battle of Algiers, okay. uh, and then you should watch Lahain. For sure, we're gonna write those down. I, I'm gonna sing you shit. Yeah, it's like spook that side by the door too. You seen that? No, oh, you fuck with that. You go fuck with that. Uh, <laughs> well, we got shit for niggas. You know? Yeah, I just I like to watch a lot of movies. Like when I'm not um, cause I like, like I'm hella into. Not like big productions, but I am into music videos that's not just like simple point and shoot. I do think sometimes videos can just be point and shoot, but it also depends on what you're talking about, right? Because sometimes yeah. it don't make sense. Yeah. Like some of the music we be doing, I'm like, bro, you can't just be in the hood talking about this. Like it don't even like, yeah. it, it don't sometimes make sense. Sometimes you got to be in front of the camera. Yeah. yeah so other times, yeah. And so I, I like to watch movies and like, you know, we working on some shit right now. I'm definitely trying to venture over into film. Like that. Mm-hmm. that's my goal. I don't know if I want to do um, like full length predict production stuff but I, I can see me doing shorts mm-hmm. like shorts and I, i've been trying to work get a little better at, uh like we doing a podcast right now that's like more scripted not how me and you talking or not how we talking right now you know it's like we pulling sound bites and we are like reading off of a script so i've been this is like my first real go at um script at writing script at scripts and shit but i do want to venture over into um screenplays like i i want to get into that because yeah, that's dope. I fuck with creative writing hella much, bro, and just being able to. Um, I'm trying to find a different medium because this doesn't feel it feel creative, but yeah. it also like the goal isn't creativity with this. The goal of this is like getting your point across. But yeah. I I do want to find something that's a little bit more creative, and I think film could be the outlet. No, that's dope for sure. I agree, especially getting out of the regular shit film. You just able to think about things in a different way, in a different aspect. It's just different forms of storytelling. Yeah, you know. Just trying to get creative with it because, you know, I want to do it independently. To, and as you see, like, shit just be costing hella money, bro. Like, 
That's what I realized. Like that's what the music the industry taught me. Too. Yeah, I'm like, bro, this shit ain't about who like the most talented. This shit's just about who having all the resources. <laughs> <laughs> the resources that come via money. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna find some like white Jewish person that feel me. But this is true. For most like these niggas be white Jewish people who be having a lot of money. Like that's like the film the film industry. That's what you're gonna find. But like older white motherfuckers who had access to long money and was able to start their own production companies either as hobbies or to put on their talented friends. And you feel me? We just ain't there yet. But that's what I want. I'm trying to find like cost effective ways to to build out my shit. And luckily, I got into music, which is linked to niggas up with um like you know little independent uh, videographers and shit. But yeah, for sure. I'm gonna say, we're gonna get way to a lot of shit for sure. If a show is, we gonna send you a list. I'm gonna send you a list of movies. You gonna you gonna fuck with all of them too. Yeah. What's um? I mean, I guess we we kind of touched on it, but the last question before we go into extended shit, uh, was like, what's next for you musically? You talked about wanting to expand. I heard y'all saying you was like this your last. Yeah. Uh. This uh really like, it's not. It's it's like basically my last like project in. How do I specifically explain it? It's my last project, but it's not my last project with Empire, but it's like my last, like, where I feel like, well, it's basically my last what I owe. That's the, yeah, your last, that's your the, deal. Your deal is up. Yeah. yeah, specifically. But it's like, even though I could, I still do have the freedom to make shit over there. So it's not that misunderstanding, but it's the, it's that I feel like I don't have chains on and like I don't have to specifically. You're not contractually obligated no more. Yeah, because when I'm, I'm the type like I'm, like I'm looking, I'm like, oh, like I got this cheese, like I got to pay it back. Like I'm thinking like that, like the whole time, like even though I know it ain't going to get made tomorrow, I'm like, man, like, oh, I got to make this perfect because I got to make this money. You feel me? Versus when I was making it just for, you know, like to just have fun and like make this monthly check bounce up. You feel me? It was more like a fun. It was, was funner. Crazy. You feel yeah, me? Just making shit. So yeah, did just trying to get back into the fun creative standpoint of the music. That's what I'm on right after this. I'm gonna go crazy though. I got a lot of shit coming. I already got project done after this. I got you know a pro. Oh yeah, we on a pocket. I'll say what I want. Got project with <laughs> Bean. Got project with the boy. Like in the cuts right now. Damn, they're both finished. Project with uh, Reese, you feel me? That's my favorite producer right now. Like, I want to put that out. Like, and I got that. That motherfucker, it's called Church Ain't Safe, you feel me? And that motherfucker really, it's straight keys. Like, it got that real, like, you feel me? Reese Preaching food. shit yeah. that I'm on, like, you feel me? And I'm kind of trying to fall. I still got them bangers on there, though, but it's a lot more like the what I'm talking about when I'm trying to talk real shit onto a tape. It's a song on there called Young Nigga Rules that's hella dope. I, I want to show it to y'all when it's the show over, but, you know, it's like about, you know, talking about just, it's. I say eight rules, I think, specifically, but, like, it's shit that being from the trenches, like, I feel like it's real general rules that you will know if you from a gangbanging, like, neighborhood type shit. And I'm going to show it to y'all when we done for sure. Bro, you a hard worker. <laughs> you yeah. say you got nine projects and then you got four in the stash? Yeah, there? for like, sure. Four yeah. in the stash, no doubt. Man, okay. that's a lot of hard work, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah. So. Make sure y'all stream Coney's new album. When it dropped? Star Thursday. Shooter dropped Thursday. Yeah, Star Shooter. Make sure y'all stream that, yeah. period. Not just stream, but buy it if you can. If you got the money, buy Dope, it. Dope is artwork out right now, too. Yeah, is that the DreamWorks shit? Yeah. That's, I, I smell, he's a fool. With I did not rival. see that coming, bro. <laughs> That's the shit that, like, if you want to hear this next part, tap into our Patreon. Patreon.com. <laughs> so show like pie. You got the paywall. Paywall up for niggas.